What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Modern Business. I'm your host, Matthew Allen. And I am here because, you know, if you listen to Modern Happiness, which is where we're at right now, uh, the goal is to create a happier life for yourself. And I know that myself, five years ago, working a corporate job was not fully happy. I knew that there was more to my life. And I'm not saying, listen, I didn't hate my job, but I didn't love it. And I woke up every day kind of trudging through work. Uh, in the cold of New York City, and I would see a UPS driver or a garbage man, and I'd be like, I, that kind of seems nicer than what I'm doing. And to be a civil engineer in New York City and to have those thoughts is is kind of ridiculous. I should be grateful for the job that I have, but it, it really just wasn't suspi- inspiring, and it wasn't fulfilling for me uh, to be living a life like this. So if, if that feels like you, then this is what I'm here to help you with. I'm here to help you um, pursue your passion and to make money from it. You know, ultimately, you're feeling like this dispassionate employee. I know that's what I was, this dispassionate employee. And I want to help you get to this happy entrepreneur. I want to help you to pursue something that really fills you up, to jump out of bed excited about the day, you know, not hitting snooze and not having 15 alarms set up uh, just in case you sleep through it. But you have one alarm and you'll wake up when that thing goes off because you're excited to pursue your work. And you're excited to pursue your passion and your purpose on this life. So, you know, that's what I'm really here to help with in these episodes. And today, if you feel like what is stopping you the most from pursuing that life, if you feel like what's stopping you the most is money and a consistent paycheck, then this episode is for you. So what I've been doing recently is I've been talking to a bunch of you. I've been trying to find the mats from five years ago and... I've been talking to you on the phone, and this is what I recommend, by the way. If you go back to a few episodes ago when I say, what are the you know six things that I would do if I was starting over? This is market research. I'm trying to get an idea of where you all are at, how you're feeling about your corporate jobs, and why you want to leave, and if you have a passion, and if I can really help you pursue that, uh, which through these conversations, definitely believe I can. But here's the number one objection I've been getting, which I just said. Uh, for why people won't leave their job, and it is the consistent pay. It is this consistent paycheck making money, which of course we need to make money. You know, uh, if we don't make money, that's a big stressor in your life, and that's going to cause you a lot of pain. And trust me, I get it. I've been there in the last three years of being an entrepreneur. Um, that is definitely a tough thing. And I just want to talk on this for a little bit. I don't believe that that is actually your biggest fear for leaving your job, and here's why. If money was the only thing stopping you from leaving your corporate job, then go make money. That is your solution, right? I'm afraid to leave my corporate job because of the consistent paycheck. Then let's go make money outside of a corporate job. And I think now you can maybe you see where I'm going with this. If that's our only fear, then let's just make money. But I believe if I say, okay, fine, then go make money. Well, then what happens after that? What comes up for you when I say that? Okay, go make money. Then you go, well, how do I do that? Or maybe you say, okay, well, I know I should use social media, but I don't have any idea how to use social media. And then it, and then maybe you say, well, I know I could just start making posts, but I'm afraid of the fear and judgment that I might get. I don't know what to charge for my program. I don't know what the offer even looks like. Um, I'm afraid of what coworkers, my current coworkers, uh, are gonna see those posts, and I'm afraid that they're gonna judge me. I'm afraid of old people, uh, old high school friends judging me uh, for getting on social media and pursuing my passion and dreams. 
You see where I'm going? So I can't answer this for you. But if you're saying that a consistent paycheck is the reason I won't leave my job, even though I'm so unhappy in my job, then my first question is, or my first point to you is, fine, go make money. And then I want to ask you that, what is coming up for you when I say that? Have you tried making money? If not, why not? What is stopping you from making money off your passion and pursuing that and off your greater purpose? Right? So again, I can't answer that for you, but I can give you some ideas like I just did before. Um, but you know, maybe it's this idea of perfectionism too. I think that comes up a lot for people. Perfectionism. I don't want to do this until I know exactly how to do it, until I know that it's right. And that's going to be kind of the basis of this episode. But I really want you to ask yourself, what is really stopping you from making that money from your passion, from your side hustle? You know, so that's kind of what this episode is going to be about. So we've already kind of dove in, but I want to remind you guys, you don't have to quit your job right away. And I think that's something maybe a lot of people think too. If you're worried about this consistent paycheck, well then, well don't lose that consistent paycheck. Now this is a little bit twofold, right? Because I also believe that if you continue to stay at your job, you have this backup plan. You have this comfort of that second job. So you're not going to do the scary things because you're still making that paycheck. Whereas if you, again, I'm not saying to quit your job, but if you did quit your job, well now there's no going back. Now you have to do the things. You have to start making sales. You have to start marketing on social media. You have to start whatever it is are the next steps for you to start making money. So, you know, maybe that's what you need to do. Maybe you just need to quit. You have your $20,000 of savings in the bank and you quit and you go, I don't want to, you know, burn through this. So I have to start making those scary decisions. Uh, but also remember that you don't have to just quit. Uh, spend the hour after work doing the next step. So again, we're going to talk about that a little bit, but um, I do want to remind you, you don't have to quit your job right away if that's what's scaring you. You can build your side hustle and treat it like your job now. So that's kind of what we're going to get into right now, okay? Treat it like your job right now. So I want you to go back to your first job right now. What was your very first job? Maybe uh, probably a lot of you went to, went to college, went to school for this. Um, after you graduated, and you got your first job, what was that process like? What was going through the first few months of your first job? Even applying for that first job, what was that whole process like? It's very likely, it's not very likely, I'll tell you how I went into it. You went into that first job with a long-term approach. When I went in for interviews as a civil engineer, I wanted to be at this company for two, three, four, five years. I also knew that I didn't know much Right? I also, I like, yeah, I went through college. I learned a lot about civil engineering, but I, I know that jobs are different. I know I was going to be really applying all this stuff. And honestly, even for me, I wasn't even uh, applying for jobs uh, what I was taught. I was going for construction, engineer, a construction engineer, which was so different from everything I learned in college, uh, which uh, was design, uh, designing beams and columns and concrete, roads, steel, bolts, connections, all these things which uh, you don't really need in construction, uh, which I won't get into all of that, but it's totally different. I would have been better off, maybe a lot of you feel like this, uh, which maybe is going to be my point. I'll come back to this, but I would have been better off for f spending four years of my life in construction and learning how to be an engineer rather than four years in college 
and learning all this design stuff. It didn't apply. It was probably good for stuff who wanted to be designers, but it didn't make sense for me. I should have been in construction, but okay, maybe I'll come back to that. But again, remember your first job, okay? You went into this interview knowing that, yeah, I don't know what I'm, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm coming in as an entry employee. I'm in this for the long haul, right? So you went in for a long term. That's point number one. Point number two is that you had support from coworkers and bosses. You knew that when I get this job, I have built-in mentors. I have support from people just like me who, you know, maybe someone started six months ago. I can learn from them. Someone who's been here for a year or two years, I can learn from them. And also, I can learn from my bosses. So you know you had those two things in your corporate job. And I think the biggest thing when you have this thought about going to be a, an entrepreneur is that you have to do this all alone, right? You have to do this all alone and I need to know everything right now and in three months, I better be making 100 grand or you know, I'm a failure or things like that. But you know, that's just, that's not how the path is, right? Right now you're an employee and you're gonna learn a whole new thing being an entrepreneur. It's a whole new journey that you're gonna restart. So you need to think about this as if it's day one in that interview, applying for that very first job, and then you get hired, and then what happens? You probably go through some trainings. They give you your first little entry-level product uh, project that's probably not super difficult, and uh, you, know, you get some of the easy stuff so you can learn through the next three months, six months, and then, yeah, two years later, you're way more confident. You see how that's the long game? at two years from now. So we need to start looking at this transition from that lens. You need to learn what it takes to be an entrepreneur and that doesn't happen overnight. Again, but we're so caught up in this needs to happen now. And you know, part of my story is, yeah, I did. I did quit uh, civil engineering in New York City. I just quit the job and moved to Colorado without a job lined up to be a personal trainer. But what I think a lot of people are missing is that I've been doing fitness since I was 14 years old and I self-taught myself through websites and books uh, and podcasts and all this stuff. And then I got my certification, my CrossFit level one certification while I was an engineer. And while I was an engineer for a year and a half, I coached CrossFit classes part-time and I got personal training clients from that gym part-time. So I was learning all along the way I didn't just quit my job and just, I'm gonna be a personal trainer with no knowledge of this. No, I've had knowledge for over half my life of doing this on my own. So remember that you can build this knowledge as you go. So again, getting back to, to point one, which is this long-term approach. You know, you're going in as a new hire, right? A new hire, your boss is hiring you. They know you're new at this. So they're not going to give you all this hard, complex stuff. You also know that you're going to ask a million questions. You're going to learn as you go. You're getting a lower salary, right? As you make this transition into being an entrepreneur, if you make $100,000 right now, you're not going to make $100,000. You're not going to have that, whatever that is, $100,000 in a biweekly paycheck divided by 26, uh, right? That's your biweekly paycheck uh, minus taxes. If you're making two, three, four thousand dollars $4,000 every two weeks, you got to understand that's not going to happen right off the bat. It could, it very well could, and you know, uh, that's why you'd probably wanna hire a coach to help you with that. But maybe right now, as you're in your corporate job, let's start making 100 bucks. Let's start making 200 bucks. That's your entry level into entrepreneurship compared to 
that new job, that new salary, which is maybe 50K, and now you're making 100K, right? You built to that. And man, that's a, that might be a slow journey for you, which the entrepreneurship journey is that you actually get to grow way faster. You know, the ceiling's essentially the limit for you in entrepreneur, entrepreneurship. But ultimately, it's not about the money. This is not about making the money. I know when I quit being a civil engineer, making $85,000 a year, and uh, moved to Colorado to be a personal trainer, I was making like $20,000 a year, but I had never been happier because I was doing the thing that I loved so much. So it's not about the money, okay? And then again, we go back to this long-term approach, okay? And then we go back to our fear. So if we have this long-term approach and we have this fear about making money, I wanna ask you yourself, okay, if it's money, why aren't you making sales then? And then what comes up for you? Well, I don't know how. I don't know where to find clients. Uh, I don't know how to get on social media and find clients. All these things, all these, I don't know how. Oh, I'm gonna lose my health insurance. I don't know how to file for taxes. Let's start educating ourselves on this. If that's your fear, the best way to mitigate, mitigate fear is to get educated on that topic, right? So. My most recent journey through this is I'm learning a lot about NFTs, non-fungible tokens. If you don't know what that is, you might be living under a rock. I don't know. I don't want to judge you for it, but NFTs, it's the future. I highly recommend lear learning a lot about it. But what did I do when I want to learn about NFTs? Oh my God, it feels really fucking overwhelming. So what did I do? I Googled what the hell is an NFT, a non-fungible token. What the hell is non-fungible? I watched a few YouTube videos on that. What the hell is a token? I watched some YouTube videos on that. Now they're saying all these, okay, an NFT, a lot of people think, okay, we're just buying a picture. Why would anyone pay for a photo on the internet when I could screenshot it? So that's my next question. Why would someone do that? And I start learning more and more about what an NFT is and the utility of these tokens. You're buying artwork, but there's so much more to it than that. And I'm not gonna go into NFTs, but I spent the last two, three weeks, few hours a day, learning about NFTs, and now I'm super confident I could explain NFTs a lot more, um, buying it through Ethereum, the blockchain, and smart contracts, and the utility of an NFT, and how you buy one, and a MetaMask wallet, and right, I'm saying all these things, and you're like, holy crap, what is Matt saying? But if you told Matt this, all this stuff, three weeks ago, he would have been like, what the hell are you talking about? But I took the education I learned, right? And as you start to learn, some things, the more you learn, the fear starts to reduce. So that's the big message here is that you need to take action. If you were waiting to be good at your job before you started applying to jobs, where would you be today? If you were waiting to be good at your job before you started applying to your first corporate job, where would you be today? What would you have learned? How much money would you be making if you never applied to the job and started doing that first job and took on that entry role. Where, where would you be? You wouldn't be anywhere, right? I mean, I think that's pretty obvious. So this fear of, of, I don't know how to make money. Okay, how do we make money? Like, let's start asking those questions. Let's start taking action and let's start Googling it. Self-educate yourself. Whatever your passion is, start researching into that field. What do people who do this, how do they start making money, right? That's where you start. And then you'll have more questions. And the more you learn, and the more you start asking those questions, the lower the fear starts to become. How does an entrepreneur get health insurance? How does an entrepreneur file taxes? If that's what your biggest fear is, 
go Google it. Start asking these questions. I mean, you're here on this podcast, so you're here to learn. And I think that's awesome. You're you're doing the things, right? Uh, but it needs to, it creates that deeper step. And again, I said, I can't answer this for you. So I'm covering topics one at a time, once a week, and you will slowly learn. But I would spend every day, with whatever time you have, 30 minutes at lunch, an hour after work, instead of watching Netflix for an hour, instead of rewatching The Office for the hundredth time, why don't we spend 22 minutes, one episode's worth, researching this next step, whatever's coming up for you, whatever you're afraid of, research it. I start asking questions, okay? And the big part is, then you need to take action. We can research, research, research. You can read a book on how to swim, but does that mean that you actually know how to swim? Hell no. You jump in the water and it's a different ball game. So we need to start taking action. I love telling people this, but you can't have your 50th without your first. And if we just relate it to the corporate job or relate it to anything in your life, maybe you're a fitness enthusiast, uh, maybe whatever your passion is, you like woodworking or uh, <laughs> NFTs, right? Where were you on day one? You didn't know crap, but now you've done it so many times that you're really good at it and you're confident. So we need to take the action. And that's how we really grow. And ultimately, I will tell you this. You know what to do. You know what you need to do. Maybe for some of you, you need to get on social media. Maybe for some of you, if you're so afraid of making a sale and the fear of rejection, then guess what? You need to go get rejected. You need to go experience what that failure feels like. You know, I had a call the other day. I did this market research and I'm, I'm talking to this girl. Uh, she's amazing, but she's like, I don't really know what my passion is. I've thought about photography, I've thought about fitness, blah, blah, blah. And we, we talked a little bit more and photography was definitely something that really inspired her. But she's never really taken photos. So what does she need to do? She needs to go take photos. Can we all agree that she needs to start, start taking photos? Right? She knows what she needs to do, but there's some fear blocking that. So ask yourself, what is really stopping me? The consistent paycheck? I disagree. If it's a consistent paycheck, go make money. Okay, but if you're not making money, then what is really stopping you from making money? Ask those questions and start to take action on that. And then I wanted to come back to point number two, which was the fact that in your new job, you had support of coworkers and bosses. Let me tell you something, guys. You haven't accomplished anything in this lifetime without the help of others. You haven't accomplished a single thing in this lifetime without the help of others. And if you don't believe me, if you think, well, no, I did this, take a step back and rethink that and see who helped you get there along the way. Your job now, right? I talked about that. You have your bosses and coworkers to help mentor you along the way. How did you get that job? Well, you went to college. You know, or maybe you didn't go to college, but, uh, but we'll take the college example. You went to college, okay? Maybe your parents helped you pay for it. If they didn't help you pay for it, well, maybe you got a job to help you pay for it. Well, how'd you get that job? Because someone had a business where you were able to work. If you truly were an entrepreneur before that, which probably isn't the case, otherwise you'd already be an entrepreneur and maybe pursuing your, your passion already. Um, but if you went to college, you had teachers who helped you along the way. You know, anything in life, sports, we had teammates. Okay, well, if you ran track and it was kind of more of a solo effort, um, you had coaches. You had someone to teach you how to get better at running. Uh, life in general, your parents 
had sex to bring you onto this earth. You haven't accomplished anything in this lifetime without the help of others. So why do you think that you need to be an entrepreneur and you need to do it on your own? We don't do anything alone. We don't accomplish anything alone. Elon Musk's, Musk's, plural. Elon Musk doesn't build rocket ships. He has a team, engineers smarter than him, to build rocket ships, to do certain parts of the rocket, to build it, and he's the visionary leader. He wasn't building rocket ships before then. He, and cars, and then, you know, he's founder of PayPal and all this stuff, right? And he taught himself computers. Some of them help him, and maybe he's self-taught, but he also learned from other people, right? Like, guys, we don't accomplish anything in life on our own. I could think back to a million of my examples uh, in my own life. You know, fitness, I researched about fitness. Um, I went to the gym and asked people questions. I, you know, went to the blogs. Uh, I had to get clients, right? Those clients, I have to teach someone. Can't just teach myself forever. So I taught clients, right? Everything we've ever done, when I moved across the country to Colorado to become a personal trainer, I got hired at a gym. Well, that gym, someone started that. And then I had clients to come in, right? Just whatever you think you did alone, you didn't do it alone. So why do we think we need to do this entrepreneur journey alone? Let's seek help. Seek help and use Google. Ask me questions. DM me. Matt, I'm stuck. I think it's a consistent paycheck that's stopping me from quitting my job. Come in my DMs and tell me that. And I'll ask you a few questions and, and we'll get down to the root of what's really stopping you. And I would love to help you get there. Ultimately, to summarize this podcast. If money, if you think money and a consistent paycheck is your greatest fear for leaving your job, I disagree. We're going to have a, uh, I'm going to have a guest on next week. We're going to talk all about money. So I'm going to, don't worry, we're going to talk about it. I know it's important, but ultimately I think what's really stopping you is the making the money. What are the next steps? And if we think about our entrepreneur journey as the long-term approach, you don't have to quit your job right now, but you do need to take the next steps to start to make that dollar, right? And what is that? Do you need to come up with a product? Do you, are you a, someone who wants to be a coach, right? And you're like, well, what does my offer look like? How much do I charge for? All these things, start asking those questions. Start coming up with answers to those questions. You'll start to feel a lot more comfortable from then. And then step number two, or point number two, um, is to find that support. Realize that you have never done anything alone, that you're starting this whole new journey uh, with this long-term approach. So if I know in three years from now, I could be making $100,000, what do I need to do today to get there? Who can I ask for help? Hello, me, you can ask me. Um, what else, what resources can I use? Are there free courses? Friggin' YouTube guys, Google, like just start somewhere and you'll start going, oh, I have questions on this. Oh, this person is not really teaching what I want to learn. Let me find a new person. This is how we start to make the steps toward that, um, toward that entrepreneurship journey. And if you truly dislike your job, if you are this dispassionate employee and you think like I did five years ago, there's more for me in this world. I want to build my own dreams. I want to pursue my own passions. Then this is how we start. I'm hoping that was helpful. I'm hoping we're, we're breaking some beliefs so that you can start taking action, further action um, on pursuing your passion. Okay? Um, 
that's it guys. Uh, that's it for this episode. If you want some more help, I have tons of resources in my Instagram bio. I'll probably include them here in the show notes. Um, but most of all, reach out to me, send me a DM. If you are stuck and you are like, I'm sick of it. You know, when the point of staying or when the, uh, yeah, when the point of staying the same outweighs the point of change, then we change the, not the point. I'm sorry, the pain. When the pain of staying the same outweighs the pain of change, then we change. So if this feels like it's you, maybe it's not. You can reach out to me no matter what. But if it feels like it's you, you're like, I'm just sick and tired of working this corporate job that I'm not inspired by, reach out to me. Please DM me, Matthew.Allen on Instagram. You probably already know it. And let me help you. You don't have to quit your job. I'm not going to sell you anything or force you to do anything you don't want to. Hopefully just to help you gain clarity on what you truly want and what are the next steps to get there. All right, that's it for me. Um, oh, of course, I think especially, download the game plan. $27 game plan to taking those next steps. 27 bucks, guys. That's less than a dollar a day for a month. That's like four or five coffees uh, and this can actually create change in your life. So go download that five-day game plan that you can accomplish over the next 90 days to actually start making that money. You know, again, if that's your greatest fear, this is the game plan to help you get there. I will help you make money in this. It's 27 bucks. Get after it. I love you guys, and I'll see you next week. Peace.